alive. All right. Welcome to this morning's Power Call. It is Tuesday, July 25th. Today we will be going over part two. So if you did not listen to part one, the replay is on my YouTube. You just go to Brother Ben X, go to the live section, and that's where you can always catch the replays. Um, if you are tuning in via the stream, you can and you want to come on the Zoom with us to be able to give feedback. And whenever we have somebody on that may be doing a QA, you can come on to ask them questions. Text the word nation. To 833-276-7174. Text the word NATION to 833-276-7174. Also, if you would like to be my guest this Friday or Sunday, go to www.noistudygroup.com if you would like to be uh, my special guest and um, visiting your local Muhammad Master Study Group. So let's get right to the part two of today, if you are new or you, uh, yeah, if you are new on the Zoom, make sure that you take notes because at the end, we're going to get feedback from those who want to share something. And we want you guys to share anything that stood out for you. Anything that, man, you like, man, I needed that. Uh, somebody else probably needed it as well, and they may have missed it. So if you share it at the end, tied into your own testimony, um, that's always seems to be beneficial. Okay, so let's get right to it. He said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd will lay down his life for the sheep. We haven't had good leadership. Many of us would not lay down our lives for the people that are in our house. We won't challenge the wolf that wants to eat the sheep. We won't favor with the mayor of the city. We won't favor with the attorney general. We won't favor with people of power, though you are greater than all of them. Your favor comes from God. And if you bow down to another as though they are, then you become less. You see? I am the resurrection and the life. If you believe in me, even though you are dead, Yet shall you live. Now you're thinking about some dead folk in the cemetery. Bring your mind up out the cemetery. You are the dead. You are in the grave. What grave? You're buried in the flesh of your bodies. The spirit is dead in those who are dead in the flesh. This is the earth. This is the heaven. And when heaven and earth don't work together, the spirit dominating the flesh like heaven dominates earth, then you get taken over by the flesh. Look, look, look at your people. Look at your people. Here we are. 
we go to college, we get a degree, we go to theology school, get a degree, okay, which should equip us with the power to be more like him. Yeah, right. <laughs> Lord, look, I'm saying this to you in love. Not that I'm perfect. Far from it. But dear brothers and sisters, we can't play with Jesus. You can't play with his name. You can't use his name to get an emotional response out of the people to take their money, but you will not guide them. You will not guide them into his life. Somebody earlier said, the blood. It was my pastor with the little girl. The blood of Jesus. What are you talking about? You can't drink nobody's blood. All the sickness and health of any man is in his blood. When Jesus said, drink this, this is my blood. He wasn't talking about the blood of his flesh. He's talking as blood is the life fluid of your body. Hmm? Live the life. Eat the bread, the word. If you eat the word and live the life, then you are anointed with the Holy Spirit that is in that blood and in that word. And if you got the Holy Spirit, I'm not talking about something that you get in church when the tambourine is knocking them down and the drums is beating the hell out the drum and everybody is jumping and shaking. No! If you can't get the Holy Ghost in your house. If you can't get him when you're going downtown looking for a job. If you can't get him when you need him. You may not have him. But if you feed on that word. Take this Bible down off the shelf. Tell the congregation, dust it off. Let's talk about this great book. And then let's look at the life that Jesus lived and let's walk after him. And when you walk after him, you get the anointing of that Holy Spirit. Then you got power that when you say, I rebuke Satan, we can say it here. But see, before you get really too high off that, Satan has to be revealed. The book of Thessalonians said, that day shall not come, except there be a falling away first, and the man of sin be revealed. Suppose you walk in next to Satan and don't know it. How could that be? I'm a, I'm a discerner of the spirit. So were the sons of God in 
the book of Job when they came before God the book says Satan came also with them you mean the sons of God were hanging out with Satan then check God out he said hey hey wait a minute when's coming thou Satan he said oh you got me huh I've been walking up and down to and fro in the earth seeking those whom I may devour. Now look at this. We are supposed to be the body of who? If we are his body, then we are devoured in him. We've become a part of him. But Satan is also devouring, making children. So we say, I'm the child of God. It could be. But it ain't necessarily so. You have to be careful in a time of deceit that we have not been devoured by the very force that Jesus came into the world to guide us to challenge and overcome so as I leave you dear pastors I want to thank the ACLC I want to thank those who bring us together once a month but our coming together should not be for breakfast and vanity but our coming together should be to share words that make us go back to our churches with a greater conviction you are the people of God make no mistake about it and even if you have 50 in your church or 5,000 in your church, you are responsible to give guidance to them and make them better than the way they came to you. They came to Jesus all kinds of ways, but he never let them stay the way they came. Now, the enemy is hateful of Muslims there's an awful lot of violence in the Islamic world so mr. Graham Billy Graham's son said Franklin Graham said that Islam is a violent religion he must not have read the history of Christianity Did I say something wrong? In Europe, they had a 30-year war. Then they had a 100-year war. These are Christians. Then they had World War I and World War II. These are Christian nations killing each other. Is that violence? Well, hell, then, then, then be quiet. The pot can't call the kettle black. We didn't come on no Nina, Pinta, or Santa Maria. Yeah. 
that was violent what was done to us how did I get this color when my great great grandfather was black 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 this was no consent by two adults they consent to have sex hell no you raped our women and produced these mulattoes and made the mulatto think they were better than their brother who was blacker than they all of this was satanic and it's still in operation today some in the church can't stand a black preacher give me somebody light skin with quote unquote good hair I don't know when hair had a moral quality see this is the trick now I'm not a racist I wouldn't care what color Jesus was. Jesus, the man we should believe in and follow. No problem. But somebody had a problem with Jesus' color. Did they have a problem with his color? Now the Jesus you got on your wall. What he look like? Well, I, I don't know. He uh, may be blonde today, brunette tomorrow. But he definitely Caucasian. We got him up there. See, this is white supremacy hiding in religion, using the name of Jesus to get darker people to worship white people. No, 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 no. Don't feel bad now. Because hell, I know what I'm talking about. That's why you don't love yourself. How can you be a disciple of Christ and you don't love your brother? You don't love yourself. You ain't a neighbor with white people. You're a neighbor with your black brother and you don't even know who, who they are, what they need. You don't hardly talk to one another. Somebody did something to you in Jesus' name. I was talking to a Jewish lady the other day. She wants to write a book on me. I said, before you write a book, you should get acquainted with me. I want you to ask me all the questions you want to ask about me and so-called anti-Semitism. She asked and I answered. It got a little testy. When it got to the point, I said, you know, during your Seder, you opened the door for Elijah. And you hold an honored place at your table for Elijah. I said, suppose Elijah knocked on your door and he was black. Would you receive him or would you call 911 and say there's a nigger at my door? 
Now wait. Be careful. Be careful. I said, I am Elijah. Look how you treat me. Elijah comes to prepare the way for the Messiah. I just dropped that out on her. The Bible said Elijah must first come. Said behold before the great and dreadful day of the Lord. I'm going to send you Elijah the prophet. And he will turn the children to their fathers. And their fathers hard back to the children. Lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. That's Malachi. The last book of the Old Testament. Malachi means my messenger. You introduce me today as a messenger. You cannot deny that I've given you a message. And I'm not a man that cares nothing about titles. But some do not want the voice of correction. And if I tried to correct white racist America, I'm anti-American. If I tried to correct Jews who have violated the Torah, I am anti-Semitic. And if I tried to correct the house of Jesus Christ that has gone off the path, he's anti-Christian. Some of you have traveled with me all over the world. When I go in the Muslim world, I spank them, I rebuke them, I correct them. I don't care nothing about power because I'm acquainted with the real power. So if if you're afraid to preach the gospel, you don't belong to Jesus Christ. An unadulterated gospel. Not no mamby-pamby gospel. I'm talking about preach it the way it should be preached. And then let's live it. Then the Spirit of God will light on us. And we will be called the sons and daughters of God. In love there is no race. I'll say it again. In love there is no race. In love there is no biological identity. In love there is no ethnicity. In love there is no tribal separation. Love rises us above all that would divide us and keep us from the love of God. See? So the law is fine. But love transcends the law. So when the New Testament says God is love. Not talking about some emotional trivia. It's talking about the force and power out of which this universe was created. It was created in love. And in order for us to bring in the kingdom, all the things that divide us. 
I'm a Baptist, he's a Methodist, this one's Episcopalian, this one's a Church of God in Christ, this one follows Reverend Moon, that one follows Reverend Sun, this one follows Reverend Star. Oh, I don't know. And then we exalt our pastors, and whatever they like, we like, whatever they dislike, we dislike. And they don't like the preacher across the street, so they'll stand in the pulpit and talk against that pastor, talk against that pastor. So the flock gets all divided. You cannot, you have to pay for this if we are agents of the division of the body of Christ. So I leave you and I thank you for allowing me this privilege. I want to be a joint heir. And it starts with loving God. So much so. And loving his servant, Jesus, the Christ. So that you are willing to die to let him live in you. He says, whosoever will open his ears, let the word come in. He'll come in on the word. And he'll stay with you. This is the real house. Let him in. And let him occupy this house. It is his. Give it back to him. See? I love him. And I want to die in me. So that Lewis dies, God lives. Can you die to let Christ live? In you Paul said I die daily for the Lord that means every day you confronted with something that you got to kill before it kills you and the last thing is this everybody's not gonna make it not in the kingdom that the scripture talks about the parable, if you read all the parables of the kingdom, most of them deal with separation. Sheep over here, goat over there, right? Wheat over here, tail over there, right? Listen to Jesus' words. Think not that I come to bring peace, nay, a sword. See, when he says that all those things that are happening are the beginning of sorrows, the most sorrowful time is when you make a decision for Christ and your wife or your husband makes a decision for the world. So two will be lying in bed and I'm going to take one and I'm going to leave one and they of a man's own household will be his worst enemies. That is horrible but you can see it now if both of us are playing with Christ then we can stay in the bed you play I play but if one says I'm gonna give my life I'm gonna die and let him live in me so that greater will be him that is in me than he that is in the world and the world will not overcome me he will give me power to overcome the world then it's going to be a separation 
in the church there's going to be separation because some are playing church and God has to weed out his own kingdom because like the Jesus said you throw your net you get everything in the net you don't bother till you get it to shore and then you got to say no this ain't right you throw that back throw that back we ain't throwing nothing back as long as they can tie it So I guess I've worn out my welcome. But I tell you, pastors, I love you. I want to see your ministry successful. I want to see your churches full. And I want you to go after the young. The churches are dying. Because when you look, you see all of us gray-headed, bald-headed, or using just for men. And just for women, too. But the young are out there needing a church home. You go after the youth. Because as we die, and we are surely going to die, the young should take that church to the next level. Build the kingdom and let God bless us and make us gods. As David said, ye are all gods, children of the Most High God. Thank you for listening and may God bless you. Peace. Assalamu alaikum. family that is part two of how the devil is made and destroyed if anybody has something that you would like to share even if it's from yesterday um i don't know if you guys went back and finished watching yesterday so if something came up and stood out for you yesterday you can raise your hand and share something from yesterday as well so uh if anybody have anything that they would like to share something that stood out for you go ahead and raise your hand on the zoom at this time everybody don't raise your hand at once okay don't raise go ahead I'm just uh, alaikum everyone so I want to share something from yesterday and um, pretty much it the minister said messengers don't have to tell you who they are, that their work bears witness. Um, and for me, it was that from yesterday, but then also what he just said. Um, so as far as that statement is concerned, um, I feel as though that's not it, it definitely does go for messengers, um, but that's also for all of us as well. So if we are who we say we are, you don't have to say who you are. Um, just as Honorable Elijah Muhammad didn't have to say he was, Master Far Muhammad didn't have to say who he was. Uh, the work that they do, the, the the way they walk, the way they talk, the you know just overall actions that they take speaks for themselves. Um, and we're able to see that for our own eyes, just like when it comes to 
everybody else. If, you know, you say that you are um, of a certain faith, you don't necessarily have to speak it. You don't have to tell people that your look, your appearance, your work, the effort that you put in should show that um, in all things that you do. And um, that was one thing I wanted to bring up yesterday. I didn't get a chance to. But from today when he spoke about the youth, go after the young because as we die, the young should take the church to the next level. That is super, super major because for me, I know growing up, I barely ever saw youth in the church. I barely saw youth um, walking in faith. That was so far-fetched for me, but it's 100% true because we are all going to die. That's a fact. And if we are not passing that torch, if we're not teaching them correctly, um, who's going to continue? Who's going to keep this going? And now that I have this little baby (laughs) on the way, that just hit home a little bit more for me because it is our responsibility to make sure that, you know, they know right from wrong, that they know what it is that, um, as far as being able to lead properly, we want to build leaders. We don't want to, yes, followers are amazing, but we want to also be able to have youth who are confident and who, um, truly do believe in in what it is that we pretty much pass down to them. So that was something that hit home for me. I know it was at the end, um, but it just it, it tied in a little deeper because now I got my little, my little baby. Something that uh, stood out for me was, um, or as you were saying that, uh, the, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the minister – had to do something before that was discovered. So the minister, well, I'll start with the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Master Far Muhammad didn't have to say who he was because the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was already studied as a student because his father was a Baptist preacher. So that was, he had an understanding of the scripture. And I think about that something with self. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, when he found out or was hearing about Marcus Garvey and or the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, he was already wanting to himself be chosen, be, you know, he already knew that the black people needed something. So as I think about this, I just think about us in modern time. Like, yes, we have messengers. Yes, we have uh, teachers. God going to come through human beings, but we won't recognize them. We won't recognize him if we're not even searching for him, if we're not even looking, if we're not even studying for one who will come. And I often say that about, Like if you're in a room with a billionaire, like you still have to have some level of awareness, self-awareness, some type of self-improvement that you're doing to even know what type of question to ask. So being amongst the Messiah, being amongst someone who's a billionaire, being amongst someone who can actually solve your problem. If you haven't done the work on your own to even know what question to ask. Same thing with ChatGPT. ChatGPT can answer a bunch of questions. Oh, man, phenomenal AI. But if I don't know the prompt to ask, it's not going to be as effective as it can be. Uh, They used to say back in the day that a calculator is only as smart as the person using it. 
there are certain calculators that can do all type of problems, but because we don't know, we didn't never learn. We just know addition, subtraction, division, and multiplication. Anything other than that, man, I don't know what these buttons for. So um, self-improvement still is a part of it. Even when we have a savior, that's something that still needs to be done amongst ourselves. And to veggie back off what you said about um, don't have to say who they are. And it's just the work. The minister, I forgot to say this yesterday. The minister was talking about the electrician. And he said when the lights are off and he comes and fix the lights, he ain't got to let you know he's an electrician. The fact that the lights are on lets you know that uh, he is an electrician. So if we just go uh, by doing our work, I think that will solve some of the religious debates that we have. If we go and just do the work, I think that will solve some of the branding business problems that we have. Uh, even in relationships, you know, yes, you want to speak. Yes, you want, you know, your words and all that is healing and consoling and all that. But just get better at doing the work. Get better at being who you are saying you want to become. And I think the opposite person wouldn't have uh, any problems. So those are the things that I'll start off with. Let's go with um, Sister Sister Sheru. Hold on one second. Let me get. Let me do this right. Why you do that? You said something to me the other day too. I don't think I told you thank you, but <laughs> thank you. Um, you reminded me just now and what you said um, as far as because you know I'm just coming into my own studying and so we don't realize how I won't say difficult it is to study because there is so many lectures there is so much to learn and you literally was just you said study the things that you're going through now look for lectures and things that you're 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 struggling with right now and even when I was like growing up in the church or you know in our faith it that still never dawned on me you don't realize how small simple just like implementations can really matter because every single day we all going to go through something and just going through on YouTube and seeing the lectures, there's literally something for everything. So if you just study what it is that you're going through at that particular time, you, you, you going, you almost hit just about everything as you live life and as you continue to go on. So thank you. Praise be to Allah. All right. Uh, sister Shireen, Assalamu alaikum. Um, well, what came to me was that now I have a little bit more compassion for people who don't readily accept the teachings who are part of the church. Because um, over the past few months, I've found myself being very angry with the pastors and, the, you know, the bishops and all these people. Um, because they were not teaching their people the truth. They weren't teaching their congregation the truth. But what I realized is that they are very cowardly. They're afraid. And, and that's what the minister was just talking on. You know, you got to decide which master you're going to serve. So if you just, if your sole mission is to have this big title and, you know, to boast in the things of this world, well, then, you know, keep doing what you're doing. But it's at the expense of your people. And so the prophecy is that they're going to be the ones that fall. And they're going to have a real hard 
embarrassing, disgraceful fall because of them intentionally withholding the truth from our people. So we have, a, you know, people, they literally just think that all they have to say is, well, I got the blood and I'm washed with the blood and, you know, I got to wear my cross. And they think that that's sufficient. But that's because they have been intentionally misled. And so I now have a little bit more compassion. And, and you're right, I have to go back and I have to re reform how I deliver. So it's all about me being more magnetic and me attracting their misunderstanding so I could pinpoint it and go right to their source of confusion or doubt or apprehension, whatever it is, I need to be a sharpshooter so I can say, boom, I got you, you know, and, and that comes from the study, like self, you know, self-improvement. So brother Willie gave us all these scriptures to go back to brother Nuri gave us, you know, um, information, brother Malik is giving us information. So the, and the minister, of course, you know, so I just got to have a, a little Rolodex of every <laughs> topic that is a point of contention for um believers in in um in the church so that i can you know mitigate any of their doubt and and bring them on over because we ain't got a lot of time assalamu alaikum like salam um something that stood out for me or no something that just well yeah something that did stood out stand out for me at the end which is the minister's intentions and his real his his heart for black people and wanting to see us rise and not being so gangbanger-ish, if if you will. So what I mean by that is at the end you heard him say, I want to see the church's field. I don't know now Christian pastor, and if there may be some out there, but I don't know one that has spoken. And said, I want to see all the moss feel. What type of mindset do the minister have to have to say that? This is not the first time he's done that. You know, on during the Million Man March in 1995, that was the perfect opportunity for him to say, now everybody, go join your moss. I now I done gather millions of people before me. Everybody go join our nation of Islam. No, nah, he said, go join a black organization. So the fact that the minister really displays his unity, he's not just talking about it like, you know, we got to come together and all that type of stuff. Like the minister really just wants to see us rise no matter where you getting it from. In fact, he said, hey, man, go where you want to go. If I lost you, I never had you. You know, so that's that's what stood out for me, because, you know, people with the wrong intentions, people with, that want to be the boss of everything. They, he could have easily went in there and said that y'all join the mosque. And if you like this teaching, come over here. But he said, no, I want to see the church's field. He just wants the truth to get to them, whether that's in the mosque, in the streets or in the church. So just that just shows the minister's real intentions, heart and love to see our people. You know, uh, that's one of my rise. favorite things about him. Mm -hmm. Legit, you, don't, you don't see that anywhere. Yeah. Sister Anissa. 
I just want to say, like, what stand out to me was when the minister said, you become less when you bow down. Then you won't challenge the wolf that wants to be the sheep. Basically, all my life, I felt rejected and I rejected and I ran away from every situation, anything that got hard or anything where I felt rejected by people. I kept realizing that no matter where I turned and no matter where I ran to, I faced the same situation. And I will end up quitting or just leaving or putting myself in a self-isolation bubble always and feeling like no matter where I go, I'm scrutinized. And I felt that way since I was young and not having no soft confidence or love within myself. And when he said, you won't challenge the work that wants to be a a sheep. And uh, this is before was saying you have to basically we're building leaders and you have to have the confidence in yourself to build a confident young woman. And I don't want my daughter to be on the same path as me, not having confidence, not being strong enough to stand up for herself. And I'm just thankful to Allah for coming across your page because I I didn't realize that what I'm feeding my mind, what I'm feeding my body, what I'm listening to, what I'm watching, what I'm intaking, these self-isolated was not helping me. It's not helping my family. It's not helping me improve. And that self-improvement is key. And that the only favor that I need is God. And to love myself and pick up myself from where I was and just finding the teachings and finding this is bringing me out of my bubble, making me learn more, making me expose more, making me see the world in a different way. And being able to share that with my family and get on the right path and heal myself mentally, physically, and emotionally is just really helping. I'm just so thankful that I found this and that's all. Praise be to Allah. Well, thank you for coming and I thank you for tuning in. Uh, Brother Wesley. Assalamu alaikum, family. Uh, what stood out for me? was about uh, when the minister brought about the decisiveness of having the white Jesus in church and how it uh, subconsciously or subliminally makes black people serve white people because you believe that's your, that's your leader, that's your follower. I mean, excuse me, that's your, that's your God. And we have to understand that it's really important to study and really read the book. Sometimes we kind of quote the book a lot from our own understanding, but we don't actually read the words. And when you look at um, the scriptures when it speaks about his hair being like wool and eyes fiery like flame and his feet like uh, burnished brass in the oven we we have to really understand what are these words speaking about and not just what people are trying to sell us or what advertise to us because it all directs you or can push you in a direction that you don't really think you're going to which we talk about being misled um and then also just kind of veggie, veggie back on what you spoke on about the unity every lecture i've ever studied or watched with the minister, even when he had the speaking engagements, the different uh, stadiums and things like that. He's always brought other pastors, reverends, um, imams, anybody. He, he wants unity. And we have to really understand that unity is our power and not being so quick to condemn one another because we don't have that same energy with our open enemy. But it seems as if we can easily 
speak uh find the flaws in one another and find why oh that's why i'm not going to listen to what this person has to say or listen to what that person has to say just based off of a small flaw but we have people who are intentionally attacking us that we don't have that same energy for so just being able to accept correction because even the minister speaks on how he goes to the muslim world and he, he's not concerned about the so-called power that they have or the, t- or the the titles that they may have but sometimes we get tripped up over titles we get tripped over what um, may appear as some power and then think that we don't need to pay attention to that or that person doesn't deserve that. But in all actuality, we need to really look at ourselves and understand that we have to really self-improve. We really have to work on ourselves every day so that we don't get tripped up about these small things so that we can unify as one. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Brother Tony X. Assalamu alaikum. Peace and power, family. Uh, another powerful power call as usual, Brother Ben. Appreciate it. Uh, what stood out for me uh, from what uh, Donald Minnesota's Firecom was saying about if we uh, find ourselves hanging out with Satan and don't know it, uh, a lot of times we have to watch the company that we keep, you know, because uh, what we love, what we give our love to, it can either sentence us to heaven or hell. So we have to be real careful about, you know, those who we associate with, you know, just cause we call ourselves a Muslim or Christian or Jew, you know, um, that don't necessarily make them what they are. You know, they said that the sons of God came to present themselves before God. Satan came also with them. So, you know, uh, we can we can be deceived. So that's why I think the, the men say we got to die daily so that the God's way can live in us because uh, we can find ourselves off the path and become devils ourselves, you know, so it's, it's a, it's a everyday struggle, you know, to constantly, you know, be aware of um, <clears throat> who we give our love to because like I'm going to say, our love is the, is the most powerful force in the universe. That's how the, he created the heavens and the earth through love. So, you know, what we give our love to, you know, we got to, you know, make sure that, uh, it's for the God more so than it is for our own, you know, personal wants and desires, you know, because that's what it's going. That's what's going to try us. So that's what stood out to me, beloved. May Allah continue to bless your family, uh, peace and power. Assalamualaikum. Well, like salam. Um, I wanted to. Well, let's go to the next one so I can find the actual. Let's go to Sister Sister Yasina. Assalamualaikum. So what stood out to me was when the minister said our coming together should be to share words that make us go back to our churches with a greater conviction. You are responsible to give guidance. Uh, and he was uh, uh, speaking on the 52,000 people in your church and make them better than they came to you. And I was listening to Sister Shireen, what she said earlier. Um and it reminded me of the, the history of Genghis Khan. And when Genghis Khan, whenever he wanted, whenever he wanted to go and, and scope out another village, he would send who, the women who, are, who were called the daughters of Khan. And these da- and, and they were some were his daughters and some were some of the women who, who were chosen. And they would go into these villages and they would go in and they would form relationships with the other women. 
and they would weave uh they would weave like rugs and make garments and things of that nature and the reason for that was to form an alliance with those tribes and that's what we have to do as believers who say that we are following Christ. We have to be the ones that go in like the daughters of Khan. I learned that from Mother Tynell. <laughs> but go in like the daughters of Khan and form relationships with our people. Find that commonality with our people. I go into churches and, you know, that's a blessing from Allah to me to go into churches and speak on issues that are going on in the church but finding that alliance finding that commonality finding what needs what will work to help them and also be able to serve at the same time because if we go in as servants then that opens up the door we can't go in thinking that we know it all a lot of the pastors in the churches particularly those young ones that are on their rostrum they don't know they 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 know what they're being taught they teach what they're being what they've been told to teach so a lot of them don't even go into the bible a lot of them don't even know what's they don't they don't know how to go from uh revelations and go into Ezekiel and really understand the meaning because it's, because they, they're not taught that. So when we know better, we do better and we teach better. So that's, that's part of our assignments as, as uh, messiahs, as saviors to study, study, study. As brother Shakira always says, we got to study to study the word of God so that we can go in and we can be able to help our people to, to gain a better understanding as we're gaining a better understanding. Assalamualaikum. Well, like Salam, I wanted to uh, veggie back off of something that brother um, Tony X said. I wanted to share something from the minister as he was breaking down the lessons and closing the gap. Because the Honorable Elijah Muhammad gave us these teachings. But what I love about closing the gap is that the minister goes beyond the surface level and gives us the understanding and the meaning so that a fool could understand. So he says, as I grew into this kind of knowledge, you cannot reform a devil. Therefore, a devil must be destroyed. I began to gain a deeper understanding of what was meant by why does Muhammad and any Muslim murder the devil? If Allah God is to survive in us, we have to murder that in ourselves, which sets up associates, associate gods with Allah, which will lead us contrary to the will of Allah God. In my increased understanding of this, I began to see that the devil is not only a product of physical grafting, but a product of spiritual grafting. This altered my thoughts, not concerning the nature of white people as they are, but deep in my understanding of the nature of human beings. The question of how to murder the devil effectively, whether the devil is a white man, a yellow man, a brown, black man, a Muslim, Christian, Jew, Buddhist. The, devil un the devil's universal factor, therefore, is a universal factor. I'm sorry. Therefore, if the devil is to be slain, he must be slain by the universal knowledge of God a universal knowledge of self and a universal knowledge of the devil. A knowledge of the devil must not just be the uh, rudimentary, rudimentary knowledge that we learned 
of grafting of the white people or the birth control methodology that was used to bring white out of black. But we also must understand how a devil is made by grafting on all levels. And what does that mean? By knowing how to make a devil in the deepest sense, you also know how to kill a devil. Now, he also goes over and talks about there was a situation he said, um, while I knew that white people were evil and I and I hated the evil that they had done to all of us. I was not ready to concede that they were the source of all evil actions. So I raised this question to a brother. If I came home and found another man in, in bed with my wife, both of them have committed adultery. And if I, in passion, murdered my wife and the strange man, then I committed murder. So I asked him, where was the white man in that sin? He could not answer. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us that Master Farah Muhammad was born of two people that could give justice to both people. So it is not only that the MACD has to give justice to black, he has to give justice to white. Well, then, what is justice for black and what is justice for white? Many of us will feel that justice for white people is the complete slaughter of them and justice for us is paradise. In a simplistic sense, in a very infantile or infantile, I don't know what that word is, look at justice, we might think that. But as we mature in the principle of justice, we will, we will better understand the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. In his last speech to us, he gave us a more mature look at the principle of justice. He said, Allah didn't raise us to be mockers of anybody. You can call him the devil, but he could easily say, I didn't make myself, you made me. So who is responsible, the clay or the potter? That is another mature aspect of growth into the principle of justice for both. Unless we mature in the process of understanding the root of devil and the root of evil, we will never be able to give justice to ourselves, our people, and we will never be able to give justice to the Caucasian. So I wanted to give us that because it's easy for us to look at message to the black man. And many people, when they look at our teachings, they just summarize it as he teaches the black man is God and the white man is the devil. Yeah, but you got to understand the time period. The minister talks about why he had to say it like that in that time period, that it was a medicine for the inferiority of the black man and the superiority of the white man. So I love the book Closing the Gap because it goes, he explained, he don't just give you the lesson, you know, hey, here it is. Why does Muhammad or any Muslim read the devil? Okay, now he's explaining it. What does it mean? He's not going into just the white man is the devil. He's explaining what it means. So this is what I mean by outside of, you know, what brother Malik was saying outside of just Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we got to do our additional study on your own so that you can get understanding of what the honor Elijah Muhammad or what the minister is actually saying and meaning, uh, sister, sister Aina, am I saying that right? Or Ina, which one is it? Are you there? Going once, going twice. All right, let's pass it over to uh, Brother Rashid. Ra Brother Rashid. All right. Oh, it's it's okay. It's okay. I um, I, you you go ahead and go past me. You uh, answer my stuff. So go ahead. You go past me. Okay. All right. Let's go to Sister Diane. 
Y'all are not ready to speak this morning, are y'all? All right, let's go to Brother Daniel. Oh, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. It's, it's, a, little, it's, a, little, it's a little choppy, though. Oh, man. Hold on. Let me turn this off. Okay. We can, yeah, we, I'm struggling we, this morning. We can hear you. Go ahead. I turned it off already. Can you still hear me? We can hear you. Okay. Assalamu alaikum, everyone. Yeah, it's been, the enemy's been busy with my internet. So I said, let me pull over. I'm trying to drive and listen and take notes. Um, and I couldn't get in tomorrow. Uh, yesterday, I had everything that minister spoke on. I can relate to so much of it. Um, but I'm going to speak on today. I was taking notes as I was driving. Um, people playing with one another's emotions. And that's how I feel when you're um, be, being a Milano. <laughs> that sounds strange to say because I didn't grow up saying that. I knew nothing about a Milano. Um but growing up, being a mixed chick, I relate to that better. <laughs> it wasn't easy. Being an adult, it's still not easy. I have adjusted. I respect it. I receive it. But I get backslash from whether it's the white or the black. I don't look at it any different way. But there was that one time when I had identity crisis. I'm like, okay, I know I grew up black. My mama was white. She loved her black babies. Much love. But then I go out in society and it's so different. When you come out of your surrounding and your comfort zone, which you must come out of that, it's a different world. It's a totally different world. Um, I have experienced a, a lot. Of, and I attract a lot of white people. I love all people. I don't care what color you are. I love you all. But I have had to learn to grow and mature and reflect with me in order to not allow it to damper how I feel about humanity. Because we can do that. I've had people that once they got to know me, they were like, oh, you're cool. I said, well, what did you think I wasn't? But see, they look at that <laughs> light skin, that good hair. And I started dressing down many years ago. Sometimes I still do. Because I didn't want that recognition. I didn't want to be um, labeled as, oh, the cute girl or the one with the good hair. Let me tell you, when I need that heat, too. I need that oil in the hair. So when it's not like that, it's, it's a mess. So don't people get it twisted. Oh, no, it's just a better grade. So they, they really get it twisted um, there. But we must have a love for all races. We must look past what has happened to us and continue to move forward because everything in life is a lesson. So we must ask ourselves, what is the lesson that I'm supposed to learn from this? I've been through so many trials and tribulations with my family, raising my children, instilling the best in them. And here recently, you know, they, it's like they gave up on me. And it's okay because I knew that I had to do this walk at this point in my life solo so that I can know who I am. They'll come back in my space, but we must stay focused and not look at color. We, we must come together and be unified. That's the only way that we're going to make change in the world. It's not about doing things on our own. It's so much harder. It's so much harder. So I'm praying for the 
um, unity, separation. Let's again, um, Brother Ben, I want to thank you so much for these power calls. Um, and I'm very grateful for them. Thank you. Assalamu alaikum. Walaikum Brother Daniel. Assalamu alaikum. Walaikum Yes. Um, wow. This is beautiful. Uh, very, very beautiful. I thank, thank a lot for you, Brother Ben, and your beautiful wife as well. And uh, in this platform and the believers and this whole synergy energy throughout this call. And I think upon the, the subject matter, what, what is how the devil is made and, and destroyed. And then I think upon my own journey and how the devil was made, even in myself, and how do I destroy it? And the whole concept of putting on the full armor that is not like something that just past tense. Sometimes I may even uh, this uh, I may even see myself thinking it was just past tense, but it's like the figure eight with no beginning or ending. So I have to keep the full guards up because as soon as I think I arrived at a certain point, then that full figure number eight comes back around. And I had to revisit things, victories, or either defeats I had in the past and redo some things or revisit some things. And um, one of the things that came up when the minister mentioned about us being joint heirs in Christ and us not ego tripping and not letting the titles get to us. And it was um, when I think about how this applies to me personally, it was two examples that Jesus gave about two men, a wise man and a foolish man. And he said, the wise man built his house upon a rock. And the foolish man built this house upon sand. And, and it's not until the storms come that it's tested. And I noticed that at certain times in my life, personally, like I've shared this many times before, but I noticed that being um, just growing up with the inferiority complex with the relationship with my uh, in early childhood and being uh, sexually abused and the whole feeling like I'm not good enough. I got to do these things to prove myself. That's a foundation of sand. So no matter what I build, no matter what I do, no matter how tall my tower babble becomes, if it's from a sandy foundation, that's how the devil is made because it's coming from a spirit of I'm not good enough. I'm not adequate enough. So I'm not doing it from love. I'm doing it to get love. So no matter what, when the storms come, I'm re-triggered. I'm feeling, I'm feeling not good enough, feeling inadequate, and it becomes vanity. And then that's how the devil is made. And, um, but being reminded that we joint heirs in Christ, coming from a spirit of love, that I'm already a joint heir of Christ. So if I'm an heir of something, I, don't, I didn't have to go and do something to become an heir. That's something of who I was created to be. That's something in my nature. So when I'm doing it from love, it don't matter what other people think. It don't matter what other people say. Because then that is, a, that is a foundation of rock. And when the foundation is a rock, when the storms and winds and storms come against me, come against my house, then it will stand because I'm doing it from love. I'm not doing it trying to get love. But I notice I've been tested. And, and I constantly get tested. And when I'm doing it from a spirit of not good enough, 
and I offer my offering, I offer my gift, and I, I'm going to say this last thing. The minister said the the thing that makes us so special is the thing that Satan is going to have a field day with. The thing that's my gift, thing that makes us so feel so unique, that stimulates our ego, that's the thing that Satan is going to have a field day with because that's the thing that makes us feel like I'm better than this person. So I, I would, I have a tendency in past times, I would resort to Heidi to live. I'll resort to the lessons. I'll resort to something of that nature, but it's, but I've done it to overcompensate from feeling inferior um, or not feeling good enough. So I would do it to the ex extreme so that I can be good enough. So I can build my tower, tower of Babel up to heaven, but it never reaches the heaven. It's no matter how many layers I stack, it never reaches it. So I had to realize that I was already creating the image and likeness of God before I even built the first brick. So then however beautiful it looks, ultimately, it just be icing on the cake and not doing it to reach heaven, which is an illusion. What else my comment on it? Yes, sir. Thank you. Brother Dion. I'm back on Sister Aina, if Dion not going. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Thank you, brother. Um, I was having problems with my mic. Um, I just wanted to say that the um, the lecture was uh, electrifying. It was bold, informative, moving. It was everything to me. Um, if I may go back to the first part, when uh, part one yesterday when he was talking about the education, that spoke to me personally. I didn't um, speak yesterday, but um, you know, I feel confident enough to speak today. Um, that's what I was going through. You know, my daughter is going to high school and she's coming from a private school where one of the teachers helped the Honorable Lewis Farron in New York at the Muhammad University of Islam. So, but she has her own private school. So my daughter went through it throughout the years and now she's graduating. So um, we started looking at private, um, private, private high schools. And, and, and we also just established MUI in New York. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a seed growing, right? So I knew in my heart, that's where I wanted to send my daughter, but I wanted to give her the experience like the other children in her class of looking, the excitement of looking for a high school. That's that's a highlight for the seniors in the school, right? Go to uh, look at a private high school and absolutely, I mean, taking it back is is, is, a, is not good enough to say. I mean, these Asians spare zero expense for their children. I, you hear what I say? I mean, they have the best of everything and it was so unreal like us right so i'm standing there looking at what all they have i mean i, I froze time I'm, I'm having a conversation with Allah, like yo how are they so wicked and they have everything for their children I said, Master Farrar didn't come visit them. 
and we barely got a water fountain in our school. So I'm questioning myself. I'm like, either I'm serving the wrong God or I bet to get to work. You know, it's not going to drop out the sky. All right, she may have uh, either dropped off. Did she get dropped off or did y'all mute her? I didn't see no. No. Yeah, it, it seemed like your internet is. Oh my god! Did you hear anything? I... Yeah, you 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 come you go, you going in and out. Yeah, signal. Did you hear anything? Yeah, we heard we you we heard you just you're just real choppy. You going in and out. All right, am I a little better now? Should I continue or just me? Uh, I'll wait. Yeah, it's a little. I'll wait. Yeah, it's pretty. I'll it's pretty choppy. All right. All right, Sister Randisha. Assalamu alaikum, family. Um, I just you know took notes on you know the first thing was how the devil was made and destroyed is, you know, that this was a really, really great topic as to how one looks at the devil, right? But um, I also think that sometimes that we go based off of our own understanding. When the minister stated that, first off, let's say this, that when we talk about the minister, we have to put some respect on his name because without the minister, half of us wouldn't be risen from the deaf, blind, and dumb, right? And then also is that <clears throat> I see, you know, and the comments is, you know, um, you know, some people were asking questions as it relates to, you know, so what is this about? So it says, Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me through though he were dead, yet shall he live and whosoever, and whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. So that is, you know, um, John 11, verse 25 through 26. But I also had to state this is that when the minister was actually talking in the church, he was actually busting up, you know, prophecy that this is not a spook, right? He stated that in the Bible, it is um, prophecy and it is, it is 25% prophecy and 75% um, history. So if we're looking Bible and we don't understand our history, then we don't understand anything. So I just was thinking about when it says in the Bible in Luke, you know, it says if someone strike chapter six, verse 29. And then in Matthew, it says an eye for eye and a two for a two. So, you know, this is something that they used to play on a plantation where they used to say all the time, um, you know, that they would do one thing to us in the Bible. They would try to refer to that thing that they did to us and make it seem that it was fair seeming, knowing that it was wrong to actually do that. But. We have to believe and we have to know that the man that we are walking with today, he has brought us this far with no casualties as he has continued to state it. But the Nori has stated the other day in our um in the lecture that listen, we not black because we curse, we black because we first. When you look at your black skin, you be proud of your black skin. I'm light skinned amongst my family members, but I also I always wanted to be dark. 
Because it was always the white sheep that did everything wrong. It wasn't the black sheep that did nothing wrong. It was the white sheep. So when we think about that man, Minister Farrakhan, and when we think about Elijah Muhammad, we have to put respects on their names because without them, we wouldn't know what black power is. We wouldn't know what black right is. We wouldn't know anything that is black to be of right and to be of good. So when we mention them and when we actually out there as Muslims, sisters and brothers, we actually have to make sure that we live this because the work is not in the mosque. The work is not in the church. The work is out there to get our people and resurrect them. This is what this cause is about. So, you know, I just got a little bit passionate, but the minister definitely got some soldiers that definitely love him. And when we come with it, we got to make sure that we come correct and we got to make sure that we come right. The minister is basically teaching us about the Bible so that we can have both hand in hand so that when we go and we actually deal with them in the best manner, he didn't say go and beat them up. He said go and deal with them in the best manner. Am I my five minutes? No, nah, you good. Nah, you good. <laughs> yes, sir. But he said, deal with them in the best manner because he wants us to let us know when 18, he said, why is above emotion? We ain't emotional people. We soldiers out everything that we do. So I do as I came before you, though, with the greeting words of peace of Asalaamu Alaikum. And I'm going to stand on that. Okay. And they can get in my DM. You can get in my DM all you want every day. <laughs> boy, she was going in, boy. <laughs> All right, uh, let's pass it to Brother Bryce. Hi, Assalamu alaikum. Can you hear me, beloved? Yes, sir. Walik salam. All praise is due to Allah. Just want to give a, a shout out to the Power Call family. Assalamu alaikum. Also, Brother Ben, to you and your wife, who are definitely an inspiration as I've been listening the last week. Uh, just thanking Allah for the youth as well that are on the call, very inspirational in the spirit of study, study, study. Uh, I've been holding my notes on this topic since yesterday, but Brother Ben, you definitely said exactly every word that I had to share, so I'm not going to further it. I was just, you know, just like minds in, in terms of closing the gap. Uh, and just thank you, brother, for this wonderful, wonderful Zoom call. May Allah continue to bless you and the family and stay strong, beloved. Love you all. As-salamu alaykum. Alaykum Thank you, sir. Uh, let's go to Brother Dion. One more time. Somebody said, where can the lessons be found? Great question. The lessons are for registered members only. Uh, you probably can find them online, but you will not receive them from, uh, let me, I'm saying it publicly. You will not receive them from Brother Ben. Uh, I highly encourage anybody who is registered not to share them in the Telegram. Uh, it is, as you all know, for registered members only. However, you may be able to find some online. It may be some added to it, maybe some taken away. So I just encourage you, if you really want to get those lessons to you know, uh, I don't know, become registered. Uh, but that is the proper response. Uh, I'm pretty sure somebody may send them to you, DM you, tell you to go to a website. However, uh, it is stated on the lesson that it is for registered members only. So that's how I would I would answer that question. But let's go over to Brother Dion. Yes, sir. Thank you, Brother. Assalamu alaikum. Walaikum salam. Uh, yeah, I just want to add my two cents. Um, because you know the the call is spirit filled and the zoom is spirit filled, brother. 
and I thank you as well, just to echo that other brother that thank you for this kind of platform, uh, you know, that you have. What, what stood out to me was in particular, I was asking myself, what are all those who were present, what are they doing today? Because the minister, he shared so much light. I don't know how many years ago that was, but as I was looking in the crowd and seeing the different nationalities and races and denominations, I was saying to myself, as heavy as what are they doing with the word that he shared years ago? So that definitely stood out to me personally, amongst other things. And yeah, that's what I wanted to say, brother. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. Anybody else have something that stood out for you <clears throat> that you would like to share about yesterday's message or today's message? Let's go over to Brother Samuel X. Assalamualaikum. Waalaikumsalam. Yes, sir. I'm driving in the car, but I didn't hear yesterday's lesson, but I heard this morning, and I just noticed that whenever the minister speaks, especially to the church, he always bring out that scripture. Whence cometh thou Satan? I'm traveling up and down, to and fro in the earth, seeking whom I may devour. I'll look at the subject, how a devil is made. And as a teacher, I would say, putting that together is like the devil is made. Uh, one of the ways he's made is through the public. I call it the public food system. Or we have, they call it the school system. That they go 12 years. Let me think of that movie, 12 Years a Slave, right? So he's traveling up and down. I said, now, he's, he's successfully placed himself in, a, in us, in the masses of the people, right? So now we look at God up and down. We see him as that white man. We talked about that picture on that wall, right? They're to and fro. Now we see our brothers and sisters like, not like who they really are. So the devil is traveling up and, and it took God to point him out. And so Mr. Farrakhan, to me, it just came to me representing the God that's coming to the sons of God. Because we are definitely indeed the sons of God. But Satan has came with us to and fro in the earth. And we are from the earth. And Satan, is that thinking is, is inside of us, devaluing us. And uh, that just stood out to me. That's all. Assalamu alaikum. Well, God is truly the best of planets. Tell me why, right I was just reading. I'm going to send y'all something. I have a study guide uh, guide reference of the Bible and Quran where there's a bunch of quotes. There's a bunch of uh, scriptures that pretty much point to reference what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad has taught us. And I literally just scrolled past one of them said about us being the sons of God. And it, and it gives the scripture. I'm going to send it to y'all. I think it's pretty neat. Uh, but basically every, you know, basically every teaching that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad has given us is backed by a particular scripture. So, oh, Genesis 6 and 2, the sons of God are black. So Genesis, if you look in Genesis 6 and 2, because they got like the true identity of the righteous. It has like different categories that breaks down and bears witness to the teachings. I'm going to put it in the telegram for y'all. I just seen that right before you said that. Uh, let's go to Brother... I see brother Tony got his hand up. Salam alaikum, brother. Alaikum salam. Oh, praise be to Allah. First of all, I'd like to give um, praise and honor to Almighty God Allah who came in the personas. Amen.
You you went out, brother Tony. What's up with everybody's signal today? I'm starting to think it's us. <laughs> brother Tony. Do today. What stood out of my mind, I didn't watch the video, but I'm listening to the truth. And it makes makes me think of how the devil made. Right? And we are taught by the most honorable minister Louis Farrakhan that the devil is a mindset. And if we go into scriptures 51 and 3, it said that we were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. We are righteous by nature. I heard my sister say earlier in regards to the identity crisis and her being a mulatto. We say in our lessons that they are half original, but she is original woman. Most honorable minister Louis Farrakhan teaches us that if you have one ounce of original blood in you, that you are an original person. The reason that we are going through these crises is because we're not accepting the medicine of Almighty God alive, stored inside of his messenger and restored inside of the most honorable minister. Once we begin to take the medicine, like Brother Rasul said in the People's Podcast with Brother Joshua, he said medicine is love. And love would heal everything and all of our problems that we don't understand. The scripture says, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. And if they reject knowledge, then our God will reject them. So let us accept the knowledge that has been brought to us. Use it. Apply it in our everyday lives. And I guarantee you that you will fall in love with yourself overnight. Your confidence level will be built overnight. You will start to do for yourself overnight. But you have to take the medicine. In closing, you have a brother that bears witness to the most honorable minister, Louis Farrakhan, by the name of Brother Jabril Muhammad. The most honorable minister, Louis Farrakhan, went to sleep after 1975, woke up in 1977, but he took the medicine that Brother Jabril brought him for the teachings of the most honorable Muhammad. I greet you in the Arabic words, peace spoken by the righteous. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Yes, sir. All right, Sister Randisha. Okay, yes, sir. And then my last point um, that I was making was on our youth is that um, the minister has always just told us on how to get birth to a child, how we should raise our babies and I mean, how we should raise our children, you know, and how they should act. Um, it was the other day that my daughter, she um, she fell and she had her head pretty hard. Right. And she was unresponsive for about two minutes and we was tired because we was at the emergency room all night and I said to her I was like you know what we're just going to take a day off from the mosque you don't have to worry about going I said I just want you to get better right and she says no she says a soldier gets injured but shoot that don't mean a soldier gets a day off when I, I looked at her and I said wait hold on like you know you were just unconscious two minutes like we were just waking you up but for the first time is that I actually put my trust in a lot like I because normally I get nervous as a parent right we all do oh no 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 you okay oh 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 so I try to I try to um you know, smothering them as a mother. But in that instance, I realized who my daughter was. I also had a brother tell me is that, do you know that your daughter is special? And sometimes as parents, we see things with our children, but we really don't cultivate those gifts. But our youth are very, very special in this day and time. They came out and they're born for the time to fight. But we as parents, we have to lead them and make sure that we're the right example. So that's all I had to say. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Well, I don't see any more hands. Uh, I thank you all for coming on this morning. Tomorrow morning, we got another fire topic. So make sure you be on time tomorrow, 8, 8 a.m. Central Time. Those of you all who are tuning in, maybe on the social media, you can text the word nation 
to 833-276-7174 to get the link for tomorrow. If you would like to be my guest and you have never attended a local Muhammad Mosque study group, go to www.noistudygroup.com. www.noistudygroup.com. Also, Brother Wesley, if you can, uh, put the Telegram link one more time inside of the Telegram. For those who are new, go ahead and join our Telegram this is where we often share like the links and references to what we are talking about. And uh, the team can also let you guys know the purpose of the telegram, because it is not for us to be just spamming it and saying all kind of other stuff It's for us to network, talk about the power call, you know, you know, explain some stuff that we didn't understand on the power call It's for us to talk outside of these particular calls. Okay. So I thank you all for listening. See you guys. Inshallah tomorrow morning. I said, I'm